Ah, dude, I can't believe I took the second job as a bagger. I can't wait to clock out. I just want to go home. Dude, why? Why did this guy buy zucchinis and condoms at the same time? Is he going to put the condoms on the zucchinis? I mean, he doesn't look like he needs these condoms. They're magnums. He looks tiny. There's just no fucking way. He's definitely put him on the zucchini. This guy's a fucking weirdo. Probably put him in his butt and stuff. <sighs> Alright, who's the next customer? Really, lady? Cheez-Its? Cheez-Its? You got Cheez-Its? You got mozzarella cheese? You got string cheese? You got shredded Mexican cheese? Like, is she just a fucking cheese monster? Like, did they remake Sesame Street? Was this a fucking bitch who loves cheese? Hey, 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 Mike, Mike, uh, we're, we're gonna need you to be a team player here. A, a big team player here. Bruce, the handyman, called out today. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need you to clean the toilets. Urinals and toilets. Can I get you to clean the urinals and the toilets today? Uh, I'm, I'm only supposed to be bagging. I, I, I never heard anything about toilets. I, I, I prefer not. Well, well, as your manager... I, I kind of dictate what you do. You, you, your job is to do what I, I need you to clean the toilets and the urinals. Can you do that for me? As in, I'm requesting you as an order to clean the urinals and the toilets. Well, as someone who's hired to bag, I'm not going to clean urinals and toilets. I'm going to bag stuff. So unless you want me to bag the bathroom, I'm not doing that. Mike, I, I don't know how to say this. It's you either clean the urinals and the toilets, or you can get out of here. You can just get out of this job. You can leave. It, uh, fuck this guy. I'm not cleaning toilets. Are you kidding me? I make like seven fifty an hour? Fuck him. I'm not cleaning toilets. I definitely saw that guy. I mean, this guy took a shit in there earlier. I know he did. He didn't flush. He left the floater. I tried to piss after, and he was just... Ah, oh, I fucking hate this guy. I, I'm not doing this. There's just no way I'm cleaning the bathrooms. I get, I get paid to bag, and bagging I shall. So, Mike, I'm looking at you. You doing it? Urinals and toilets? Yeah, I'll do it. Welcome to episode 18 of the Silver Bow Experience. My name's Nietzsche, and alongside me got my forever buddy Mike here. What is going on, Mike? Hey, you guys! What's crap? <laughs> What's crappening, man? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a good day to be alive, I would say. I think that's my take from this whole thing. Crazy fiasco. Uh, I'm just happy to be alive. Happy to be here. Happy to be seeing your face. Yeah, man, likewise. I'm happy to be alive. I had a, a terrible time in the bathroom a couple days ago. I was up super late at night with just the worst stomach ache. And oh, God. Must have been the Chipotle with the hot sauce the day before. But <laughs> when I left that bathroom, I, I was sitting in the bathroom in enormous pain, just sweating my ass off and saying, if I ever make it out of this alive, I'm changing. I'm changing everything. About I'm going <laughs> to just be a better person. And obviously, I didn't do any of that, but I'm, I am grateful to be here. No, that's good, you know, and you gotta you gotta eat healthy, you gotta drink water, you gotta protect your butthole, you know what I mean? Think about it that way. Because <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, that's what suffers. Now, it, it's funny you say that, because I actually do have um, a little day that I want to tell you from, from work. Now, we've gone over a couple episodes that I'm not comfortable taking a shit at work, because it's so... You gotta update the shit gate? Yeah, we got an update. We got an update. And uh, it's pretty crazy. So, <laughs> it was a beautiful day here 
uh, in Boston. And uh, on Wednesday, it was like 60, 60 degrees. Maybe we got to 65. Gorgeous day. Birds chirping. Uh, cars beeping at everything from traffic. Uh, constant sirens. Remember, I was in Boston, so it's not really that nice. But the weather was warm. And uh, <laughs> and I get to a point in the day where I go out for, for lunch. I had uh, this, this really nice Greek place. Uh, food's great. But about an hour later, I was feeling it. And Oof. now it now if I'm going to go in there and it's going to be, you know, a, a pretty relatively normal movement, I'm fine with that. But if I have like, you know, a photo finish explosion coming, I can't go into that bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't. Because everyone will hear it, and and I don't want that, you know. I told my wife about this, and she was like, "Well, you know, everyone's got to do it." I was like, "Yeah, but you don't always have to hear it." You know what I mean? Everyone's, you know, most people have to beat off, right? But I don't want to watch it. You know what I mean? And if I can inter- interject, women are magicians in the oh, bathroom. I don't know how not. they do it, but they can take the nastiest fucking shits, You'd never and know. you'll never smell it or hear it or know it. You just wouldn't know. So That's it's true. like maybe they can teach us yeah. how to do that. Yeah, I think I, I need I need to listen when she when she speaks about this kind of stuff because I never know when she goes. You know what I mean? So <laughs> <laughs> there's this place uh, right next to the garden called Hub Hall. Now Hub Hall is essentially uh, a food court, but also has like alcohol and stuff. So there's bars, there's restaurants, and you can just go get your beer, go get your food, and go sit down in like a you know kind of like a dining hall type thing. It's really nice. Some really good places there. I haven't noticed they had a public bathroom when I was in there, and I. I just put that to memory, right? And I said, there's a bathroom there. I never saw anyone go in. I, I took a peek. It wasn't that bad. It was nice. So on Wednesday, when this hits me, instead of just going to the next room and taking shit like a normal person, I was like, yeah, I really got to go get coffee or something. I'll be right back. Um, and I went to Hub Hall to take a shit because I was just embarrassed. And uh, glorious shit. Made a really nice nest. Uh, you know, no one came in while I was there. So that's always the goal, right? When I came back, I actually didn't get a coffee. I forgot. So they were like, <laughs> they're like, where's your coffee? I was like, oh, I decided not to. It was too long of a line. And it is, that was my excuse. I plum forgot that I was supposed to, I said I was grabbing a coffee. It was the funniest thing in the world. I got my steps in that day just because I had to take a shit, which is fucking phenomenal. Oh my God. And the show continues. I cannot wait for more updates on on shit gate mike that sounds lovely i feel for you man i because i get so shit shy i get pee shy in public bathrooms or i just don't like people hearing anything right. like me going on you know and i don't understand why most layouts in houses have a shitter like right next to the kitchen or like the dining area or wherever Always you're hosting again oh why the, it's the worst why do those people who create who who those did those architects ever take a shit do they you know it just doesn't make any sense it's that or they just have no shame it's one of the two yeah they you know care. Exactly. And, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'll eventually figure this out, you know, maybe go to a different floor, see if I can find a bathroom. Most of the doors are locked there. You know, that's the problem. You can't even use the, uh, the elevator without like one of those magnetic keys. Like you get at like a hotel. So, uh, yeah, I got to figure this out. I might just start wearing a diaper to work. <laughs> and that way I can just go just out of earshot, take a nice shit and go right back. Maybe change. I don't know. We'll see. Let's tell our silver boners what's coming up. We got a sick-ass pod for you. Tit-ass pod. This is going to be straight ass cash this week. Mike, do you want to give the silver boners, do the honors, what's going to happen in this pod? Yeah, listen, I'll tell you a little something-something. This this, this episode's going to be butt cash. This is going to be... 
This is going to be sick-ass, fat-ass, twerking butt cash. Uh, straight fuck money. Straight fuck money. We got a guest, a guest of honor on the pod this week. His name is Jean Robert, and he's also known as Bobby Bollier, who uh, we both quite enjoy as a human being. I mean, he's my brother, he's your friend, good guy, uh, sweet kid. So we'll be doing a little bit of a B at Tyson with Bobby. We're going to keep the, the beer a little bit of a surprise value until we actually get to that seg. But I think it's going to be a good one. I'm excited about this. On top of that, if you, if, I mean, if that wasn't enough, right? We're, like, we're not providing enough fucking value already. We're also going to do a little bit of trivia with Bobby. It can either be Bobby trivia or it can be just world trivia. Bobby's a history buff, so that could be a thing. I don't know. I don't know what he's got in store, but I'm excited to find out. And that's going to be an easy, nice competition this week. Finally, you're going to hear from the suggestion box. And you're going to hear some news that I think is going to blow your fucking socks off. So, Nietzsche, I think we got a pretty sweet-ass show. Mike, I could not have said it better myself. Get your windshield wipers ready, because they're going to be cocks falling out of the sky in this pod. Let's fucking go. Butt cash. And that's going to take us to newsworthy news for newsworthy dudes. So, Mike, let us do the honor of introducing a tit man. A lovely mayor of Fucktown, USA. Let us introduce. I'll kick it to you. Suspense, suspense builds. The suspense continues. As I don't tell you right away who's actually coming to the podcast. No, we have a handsome, sweet, all-around nice guy on the pod today. Big penis. <laughs> Some of you know him. Famously as Jean Robert. And some of you know him as Bobby Bullier. My friend, Nietzsche's brother. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Jean Robert. Hey, guys. A, yeah. a silver boner. Silver boner. Thanks for having me. Yeah, one of the OGs. OG silver bone, right? Is that what you would... <laughs> what, what's, the, what's the abbreviation of that? OGSB. Yeah, that's what I am. I'm in a ridge. I'm in a ridge. I like that. that. OGSB. I didn't know what having a boner was until episode one of this podcast. I thought (laughs) I knew what a boner was. I had no idea. My mind has been blown. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, listen. Loyal listener of the podcast. Good guy. Uh, One of our our video video game crew. Our video games. uh, One of our crew members here. Rodeo. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So... Smash tag, OG, SB. I mean, we got to give a shout out to Billy, too, who's the president of the Silver Boner Club. That's right. He's just, I don't know what he's doing right, but he's hes recruiting will, some of the best Silver Boners. I will say, crazy. I will say, Billy, why are you leaving me unread in the Twitter? I, I reached out to this person, and I'm Ooh. being left unread. I tweet oh, no. at oh, every man. chance I have. And yet I'm being left unread like some simp on an OnlyFans page. Why am I being left unread? Ooh, yeah, we gotta talk to Billy. Yeah, you know, that's a shame mm-hmm. because we did we did just dock his pay quite a bit. Game of shame. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry that happened, Bobby. Um, thank you for joining us for this pod. This is gonna be a tit fucking pod. This is gonna be straight fuck money. I'm happy you're here. Mike's happy you're here. Um, as my brother and as Mike's closest friend, um, why don't you introduce to us 
what we got for newsworthy news today. All right, guys. Think about this. Imagine living in a town that thinks you're special and have the biggest bear in the world. Potentially the biggest bear in the world. Well, this town, known as South Lake Tahoe, California, thought that moment for a second. Now, here's the story. It's a bear battalion, actually. Hank the Tank turns out to be not one, not two. But three bears. That's right. Hank the Tank was actually three bears. DNA evidence has now shown that the 500 pair, the 500 pound black bear, in the public nickname Hank the Tank, was in fact three amigos, three not so little bears who have damaged more than 30 properties around the Lake Tahoe in the recent months. Now, right? Like, how does that happen? Listen, that's crazy, and it's just like the American media to go straight for the black bear. Uh, I'm kind of not surprised by that. <laughs> Pretty uncool. And then you find out, after all this time, it's actually three bears in a trench coat trying to get in and pass off as an adult human. I've been to South South Lake Taco, Taco I almost said. Tahoe. I've been there before. Plenty of bears roaming around. I'm, I'm actually thinking this is kind of a, a letdown, sort of a missed opportunity what makes you think this is one Hank the Tank? I mean, I've seen bears walk around that place all the time. This is clearly a triple job. You know, this is more than one party within this thing. I love the fact that they spent precious tax money to use DNA evidence to prove <laughs> that this was three fucking different Crazy. bears. Especially because the wildfires absolutely decimated that place and just bent them over and fucked them straight in the ass. They're using what money they should be using to rebuild on finding out if it was one bear or many bears. Well, they I, needed to know. You know, they they were like, we got, we had the best bear in the world. We had the Hulk Hogan of bears, and we find out that Hulk Hogan has Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, and they're the NWO of bears. This is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I think that this was an absolute missed opportunity. Although, you know, Hank the Tank could have been a fantastic mascot for Tahoe. You know, besides maybe some of the local white trash and the gambling addicts that you have in that town. Um, Yeah, missed opportunities all around. Yeah, and here's the thing. I like to think of this as like an Ocean's Eleven type operation. And they're like, hey man, we're going to go terrorize some houses. And one of the bears is like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. (laughs) How much money do you think they wasted trying to figure out the DNA evidence when they then went and looked at where the bear had been and were like, oh my god, there's six paws across this area. Why are there so many paws? (laughs) I love it. There's bears all over the place. We have wildfires burning. We can barely get drinking water, but there's somehow one bear that's creating six paw prints hey across an open plain. Hey, my, my my cabin's falling apart, but I think it's more important to figure out who, who, what the fuck's going on with these bears right now. I think they were just like they watched way too much like cartoons in the day. Like, hey, boo boo, let's get another picnic basket. <laughs> they like it's that fucking bear. I remember him from the show. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> Who would steal 30 bag of lunches? <laughs> and that's going to take us to our fucking beer tasting series. This one's going to be tit as fuck, man. Yes, 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 yes. 
All right, Bobby, what's going on? What do you got for us today? Well, man? guys, I don't know if you know this, uh, but Lagunitas IPA, which is the beer we'll be tasting this day, is very easy to get nationwide as they're oh. distributed nationwide. So uh, oh. a little close to home for you, Nietzsche. It's from – can't read it on the can because it's grayed out. That's how long it had to travel. Somewhere in California, <laughs> but brewed mostly in Illinois, so in Chicago. So this is uh, an IPA that has that uh, imperial feeling to it. Hmm. Which uh, I would I would say if it has an imperial to it, it's not an IPA. But you know that's neither here nor there. You know no one's gonna judge your IPAs <laughs> on that. Um, but it should give you a nice little taste. It's a 6.2 percent beer, so it'll get you there. This isn't a beer you're gonna float down the river with. This is one that you're gonna drink halfway through and go, ah oh, crap. It's got a little it's got a little uh, warm on me. Gotta <laughs> gonna get that down faster. You feel <laughs> it rolling, Bailey. <laughs> Now, Bobby, how quickly do you drink your Lagunitas? Uh, oh, listen to that crack. M- Ooh, most of my good. beers are going to last between four to five minutes. You know? <laughs> They're not right. going to last very long. You know, it, it, if you're going to give me a nine percenter, shit. I'll, uh, I'll enjoy that over an hour and be like, ah, oh, crap, this has gotten warm. I'm going to dump it out. But uh, I'm going to make sure my beer's cold the whole time I'm enjoying it. So you, you, got, you got like a five, I'll give it a ten minute window. Oh, that's a Dak. Yeah, that's a Dak beer. That's All right, a Dak that's beer a right there. So, beer. so now, okay, so this should is from... we do be doing California accents because it's uh, Californian? You don't, you know, you never had tacos until you had LA tacos, <laughs> right? I, I think, I think we should, and I'm definitely gonna do that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this is like a really cool beer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, dude, it's like this. Well, <laughs> yeah, I love that guy. Here's the thing. I'm like, if I'm going to do some surfing or something, like, I'm going to have a couple of these at the bar when I'm done. Dude, well, dude, I'm going to have some avocado tacos right now, bro. <laughs> avocado tacos. <laughs> if I'm going to go on Twitter and cancel someone, oh, that's not really that's not really a California thing. You know what? I'm just going to say I'm going to drink my beer. That's what I'm going to do. There you go. There you go. Well, listen, before we get started, let me just say. That my hair is naturally blonde. A lot of people think this is highlights, but it's not. <laughs> Dude, check this out. So, uh, so I, I got the bottle. I noticed you guys got the cans, which I'm not judging you, but you know, bottles better. Uh, but pour for the, for the bottle. Yeah, it's good pop. So it's from Petaluma, California. Listen to this. <clears throat> Thanks for choosing to spend the next few minutes with this special homicidally hoppy ale. Savor the moment. As the raging hop character engages the Imperial. Qualities of the Malt Foundation and Mortal Kombat on the battlefield of your palate. Thanks for choosing to spend the next few minutes with this fine ale. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to say that. This is like a really good beer. <laughs> is this beer tell me I'm supposed to murder someone after? Like, what is... I think it's who like is this targeting? It's going to kill us. I don't know. My, I think you got to answer that one, Bobby, because you brought the beer. I will say. say that. Um, I, was, I was asked to bring... Bring a beer that is easily distributed between multiple locations. You know, I'm in New Hampshire. Mike's in Mass. You're somewhere in California. I don't know if you're in North or Southern California at this point. I can't keep up. You move so much. Uh, I just made sure that I knew that you could get this there, and there was no excuse. Uh, this is a, an enjoyable IPA. But if I'm going to go to the store and say, that's it. That's what we're going to get. You, this might be on the lower level. This is a summer-type IPA beer. Mm, like uh, Summer. You know, it's good, but I, I also don't want to say it's good to what, right? Like, is it good to what kind of beer? Like, if we're comparing it to one to the other. You know, I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> good to the last drop. 
don't know about you guys. Are, are you a poor or can or a bottle person? Like when it comes to drinking out, like I'm personally drinking out of whatever it's coming in. Like I'm not, I shouldn't say coming in, but you know, I'm going to drink it out of whatever. About beer? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, whatever it comes in, that's what I'm <laughs> drinking it in. I'm not, I'm not removing it and inserting it into something else. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I, I was like that. I was once like you. I once thought that way. But, uh, when, when Noosh and I did our first beer tasting, we got this little book that told us step by step how we're supposed to go through it. And one of the things we were supposed to look at was the darkness of the beer and, and all that shit, you know, the clarity. Uh, so I, 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 now I pour it in. The first time because i want to see all that shit but if i was just getting it from the staff i'd probably just get bottles and drink it out of that well dude if i'm going to answer that question i'm going to say the more social i am the more i'm going to drink it in its natural habitat meaning a can or a bottle dude but if i'm like at home i'm going to probably put it in a glass similar to this one right here that i'm holding yeah i think it really depends on my access to like glasses you yeah, know, I just, like, I feel like the less social I am when I'm drinking, the more I want it, like, in a glass and not in its natural habitat. As long as it's not in a plastic-type container where it's going to end up in the ocean anyways, that's the only way I'm going to consume it. What of the turtles, bro? What of the turtles? Dude, like, no one's thinking about the turtles right now, bro. <laughs> only in California is really thinking about the turtles. <laughs> All right. Bobby, take us through the tasting. Take us through. Do you like to finger the beer? Like, what do you like to do? Do you like to, to tongue it? Like, what, what's what's your process for drinking a nice Lagunitas? Because I don't take it out of the can, I, I'm a swirler. You got to get those swirls. You got to get those flavors going. You know what I mean? You give it a little swirl of the can. If you see me, I personally dent both sides of the can. So I get a nice firm grip around that hog. Ooh, I you know? like that. Nice hey, firm grip of the can. And a little bit of this. Just a little twist. You can't see this because you're listening to this on either, you know, Spotify and or iTunes. You can't see this, but I'm swirling. I'm swirling. I'm getting those flavors kind of going. That way when I go to bring it to my nose, you get the whiff. Oh, the nice yeah. whiff of that IPA. You just go, mmm. Yeah, I got a Hoover mm, Steve. Mm. Mike would call this kind of a flowery type beer, but it's uh, it's cool. very pungent. You know, it's good. It's a good. Then you, then you just bring it right to the mouth, right to the palate. Oh, yeah. A deep sip. A deep sip. You know what I mean? Not one where you're just like this, you know, it's a Budweiser. You got to really swirl it into your mouth, you know, really consume all those flavors. And enjoy it. You know, just sit here and enjoy it. The first time I had a Lagunitas, I was uh, sleeping over at Dan Fowler's. uh, I mean, I was hanging out with Dan Fowler, (laughs) and uh, he was having Lagunitas. And uh, I think that was the first time I tried it. It's a pretty goddamn good beer. Actually, it's a funny story because Dan Fowler is the person who showed me this beer. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. He is like the spokesperson for Lagunitas. He he looks like someone from California. You know what I mean? Like he just looks like he might be from California, which is probably why he enjoys his Lagunitas. Is he likes to enjoy his little West Coast side? It's well, a West from, Coast side. Yeah. He's either from California or he's from Chicago because it's the other place. <laughs> <laughs> he. He the was fires. here uh, in December for some work-related uh, activities, and he fucking snuck right past us. Didn't do the pod with us, but uh, yeah, well, I, I can say safely when he was here, I was kind of just looking at him and saying, "Yeah, that looks like a California guy to me." Yeah, dude. You know, I don't think Dan Fowler likes me because he skipped my wedding, didn't show up. Then, Asshole. Then uh, he wouldn't do the podcast, and he moved back to New England way a long time ago. And I 
Haven't heard a word from him. So, Dan Fowler, if you're out there, I hope you butt chug those Lagunitas. <laughs> Buttle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will Do a say handstand though. and shove the bottle right up your ass. <laughs> Sit on it. Exactly. Exactly. But I will say, though, <laughs> off the Dan Fowler train, this is a West Coast IPA versus uh, East Coast IPA. Oh. I don't know all the details. There are differences of what certain ingredients they can get. I, I forget. It's a certain hop or whatever that you have to have to have an IPA. But there are differences between a West Coast and an East Coast. This is a more West Coast, more of an enjoyable, flavorful type of beer. If you get it over here on the East Coast and you get like something like a, a, what's a Tuckerman's IPA or one of those mm. other microbreweries in, in here, it's not going to have the same body and the same taste. It's going to be a little bit less bitter. This is a lot more bitter of an IPA than some of the traditional East Coast IPAs that I've been consuming over the last couple of months, Interesting. especially during quarantines. Now, yes. Now, I do like this. I think um, this is the type of beer I'd bring, like if I was going to a barbecue or something, I would bring this. And, it, you know, if I'm only going to have like two tree beers, I'm probably bringing this and I'm probably having it with them. I feel like it'd be good with like a, I don't know, a burger, possibly yep. a hot dog. Steak tips, you know, name something that goes in the barbecue. I feel like this goes with it. That's just where I'm at right now. A veggie burger. You know, Mike. Veggie yeah, burger. I can't. I can't agree with you more. I think that's a that's a good way to put it. Something you know I mean? just nice to have with like a nice grilled, whatever you're eating. Yeah. You know what I mean. I, and yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna Hoover another schneef here. I'm gonna have a little a, a big sip. Here. <laughs> I am gonna go ahead and say because I got a tall can of this. Tall boy. Hmm. And this the tall boy is is officially listed at. Uh, one pint, three point two floral ounces. I don't know how many total ounces that is. Well, that's like a full pint. So, like, if you go to a bar and you order a beer, that's what you're gonna get. That that can like a sixteen. More. What's more? What's a one pint? It's one pint and three point two ounces. Ooh. Oh, okay, a little bit more. So, like a like a British pint, right? Our pints in the United States are smaller. Yes. Yes. I just want to say that this glass fits the tall boy perfectly. It does. I mean, that's a wine glass, but it does fit the glass. It does fit the beer. I don't want to beer. talk about it being a wine glass. <laughs> Sorry, uh, if, if you're listening to this in your car, it is a manly glass. Maybe the biggest <laughs> stein. Think of a stein with the little handle that you might get at like a beer garden out in Germany or something like that. A nice big stout fucking glass. Beer garden that's, a, that's a fucking veiny stein. Now, now, I got a question for you, buddy. How much alcohol is it in this? Because I don't have my glasses on and... The print is incredibly small. So this is a six point two. Um, oh, your lighter shit. beers, your light beers are between three and four point two percent. Like a Budweiser is four point two. Uh, this is on the six percent. Uh, I don't want to give you all the details about calorie counts, but we're talking about two hundred plus calories between two hundred and three hundred calories or whatever. Like a, your Bud Lights, your Coors Lights, those are about. 95 to 125 calories, like a Guinness is 125 calories, something in that ballpark. This is going to get you up on your calorie counts. So for if you're in the West Coast, if you're in California in L.A., and you're doing those numbers, you're probably going to avoid beers like this because your calorie counts are going to go up. That's all I'm going to say. It's stronger than I was expecting. I was thinking um, well, IPAs are usually stronger, right? It's, it's one of those IPAs that you can get nationally. Which is very rare. Like a Goose Island is another IPA you might be able to get nationally. So it's mm. a good B 
beer where you say, I want to feel like I'm drinking a craft beer. I want to feel like I'm supporting local businesses. These kind of beers are what you're looking for. If you want those light beers on the summer days where you're floating the rivers or just hanging out, go enjoy those. If you want to feel like you're like, I'm giving back to small businesses, I'm enjoying one of those craft beers, bam. This is I would only... I would say Sam Adams is the reason why something like this exists. Whoa. Because Sam Adams is the it this that first craft beer that went worldwide. I shouldn't say worldwide, nationwide. And that was like the onset to say these kind of beers can sell outside of a broader area. Mm. Damn, Bobby. I like that. That's some knowledge. I like mm-hmm. that shit. And I do love Sam's. I, I, I enjoy Sam Adams beer. I really do. You know? Yep. Now, uh, <laughs> do you guys hear? There was a, a Sam Adams beer that came out. Uh, limited dish, right? And I don't know if it was a, I'm assuming it was an IPA or something, but it was like, supposed to be like 20% alcohol or something like that. Yep. It's a beast. That, I feel like I after one sip I'd be hammered and maybe poop my pants. At, one at sip. A certain <laughs> threshold. <laughs> oh god. threshold. Sorry. At a certain threshold, you're no longer a beer. You're a wine, right? Mm. Like if you're over twelve percent, I'm sorry. You're calling yourself an imperial stout. You're an imperial wine because why the heck is the alcohol content so freaking high? You've gone past that. You know what I mean? Like they're enjoyable in their own settings, but it's like one and done and if you have one at a restaurant you better not be driving like the arrogant bastard yes Mm. exactly that's like a i'm stuck here for a little bit beer you know i like that i like that i like that it's a you know it's a a jacket beer it's got you know i can't really see you guys you know when we had acai i could see right through but i can't really see you guys this is a nice thick beer that's uh (laughs) (laughs) with the thickness but it's pretty good it has the coloring con yeah, it has the coloring content of your uh, Boston Lager, which you did try on this pod before. Oh, we had that Boston Lager. The pad, it was yeah, fucking phenomenal, Yeah, this one's definitely bro. more cloudy. Oh, yeah. It's a dark beer. It's got more of an amber. Which is color. traditional to a West Coast IPA. Okay. I You're like traditional amber. to a West Coast IPA. Oh, dude, you didn't have to go there. That was a little personal. Um, That's my bad. Yeah, not cool. Uh yeah, I liked it. I, it's not what, like, uh, so you said your beers, your average beer lasts like four to five minutes. I would say mine's probably like two to three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like a piece of shit. I chug a lot of my beers. I'm I'm having a hard time chugging this, but I do like the taste. So it's definitely mm-hmm. a beer you can enjoy. But I don't want to like, you know, you're at a party and you're, uh, you know, maybe milking your beer too much, right? And then someone comes up to you and say, why don't I put a nipple on that for you? <laughs> Why don't you drink a Zima or Smirnoff Ice? Und punch each Bobby, your brother, your brother at your wedding was fucking. I, I was so hammered one night. We it was like two a.m. Me, Cameron, and Wait, uh, oh, we're talking about uh, Mike, Silver right? Boner Donor. <laughs> we're talking about Mike. Me, Cameron, and Mike are up drinking, and I kind of whispered to Cameron like, "Dude, I'm kind of tired, but Mike is ready to like go run a marathon right now." And you know, I was like, "Hey, Mike, I think I might have to hit the hay here." It was like almost three a.m. And Mike's like, "Am I being a puss?" Just like straight asked me why I was being a puss. <laughs> I will I will say off the off the topic of the beer thing, but at at my wedding, if we're gonna we're gonna mention that, uh, the first night you weren't there, Nietzsche. Uh, Mike and me and my brother in law the t- uh, my brother in law now not at the time my brother in law stayed up late. Mike <laughs> went to bed, just disappeared. We were playing root in like the little uh, house thing where we were playing all the games. And I was like, Mike's not going to bed if I'm staying up. So I went into his room, knocked on his door, 
His wife opens the door. I look in there, and Mike is spread eagle in his underwear across the bed. And I smacked him right in the ass, and I'm like, you got to get up. Yeah, I'm not going to bed. You can't go to bed. And he's like, burr, 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 burr. I'm not going to be a pussy. And puts back his pants on just went yeah, right back to partying with them. But you had to call him out on it, right? Yeah, you had to yeah. call him I out couldn't on get away it. with it. Couldn't so, get away yeah. with it. So now, Nietzsche, so now the rest of the weekend when you're saying, you know, Mike won't go to bed, man, I'm like, I just don't want to get smacked in the ass again. Because <laughs> <laughs> that fired on me on night one. So I was like, I need to just, I need to put well, everyone to sleep. And then I'll go to bed. Well, no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. If I knew that that's all it took to get slapped in the ass by, by Bobby, I'm going to pretend to fall asleep every fucking night whenever I'm around Bobby. I Just just to get him just to slap me in the ass. Just to get that smack. Just to hoover that schneef. <laughs> I, I get a good cup, you know? Like a very good cup in my hand that just kind of just hits just, the butt gotta, very right. You know what I mean? It's got a sound to it. It's like a <laughs> yeah. real crisp oh, yeah. just smack. And you know it's like you, that, you hit it just right. You know what I mean? It's like the sound of Dude. cracking another beer. I was oh, in Boston yeah. that night, and I'm pretty sure I heard the slap from Boston. <laughs> Dude, that was a... <laughs> you can cut out that clock. Give me a second. <laughs> Dude, that was a pretty solid weekend, though, I will say. But the thing is, I uh, <laughs> I went to the store the first day, and I bought like an ass ton of Red Bull. Like an ass ton. And like whatever you're thinking is an ass ton, double it. And that's the ass that I bought. And throughout the day, I would drink like four Red Bulls. So I was just so fucking tired. And uh, one thing I learned about me and Red Bull is that I'll just go on autopilot. I can drink 40 beers. And it's like whether I drink 10 beers or whether I drink 40, I don't get any drunker to my knowledge. I probably do. But I don't really feel it. And then it's just I, like I'll just pass out wherever I end up, you know. Yeah, the Red Bull wears off. The Red Bull wears off, and you're like, uh, and I'm gone. Yeah, you're toast. (laughs) Uh, I've done this a few times in my life, but uh, the other day, I was actually, I wasn't even drinking, actually, so that probably isn't the right story, but I will, I'll tell it anyways, because I think I've fallen asleep on both of you guys, like, while we're, like, talking. Oh, we're playing video games together or something. You you fell asleep while we were playing video games one night. I did. And we're snoring in the game. Yeah, chair. yeah. So I, I You fell asleep during the uh, USA Canada hockey game. A I was so ago. tired. I was so tired. <laughs> I, I, I felt so bad. I looked at my phone and I saw like 40 minute conversation with Bobby and I was like, oh, I might have lasted like 10 of that. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> earlier this week, I was playing Madden and I, I get up at like 6 o'clock to go to work, right? And I was playing Madden, like 10 p.m. And I'm just sitting there, and I just got hit with this wave of tiredness. I fell asleep sitting straight up in my chair. Just I was just oh, like this. Like, and my wife, like, she starts videoing me. She's like, what are you doing? She's like, hating me, trying to wake me up. And I was just done. So, like, I think I'm just, like, really good at passing out. You know? I think, <laughs> I think when it's time for me to go to bed, my body's, like, lights off, and it's, I'm done. Toast. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I will attest to that. I, I, I've seen it firsthand. Um, I've heard it actually first, firsthand. We were playing siege one night and you were just observing and I, I, you just, I don't know. You just went silent. All of a sudden snores, snoring, <laughs> snore city. And I was just like laughing my ass off. Yeah. And I, I quickly left the game chat. I woke up like on my floor the next day. It's fantastic. You know, one of my favorite stories, uh, my buddy Austin, who was supposed to be on the podcast, but was super lame about not being on it. Uh, we were playing Dying Light, and he's like, I'll be right back, I gotta go to the bathroom. So, oh, yeah, I was there for that one. Yeah, so me and Nietzsche are defending his character, because all these zombies are coming at him, we're just like, yeah! For like an hour. Yeah. Like an hour goes by, and we realize that we've been doing this for like, oh shit, where did he go? 
And he just passed out. He told me he, he chugged a beer, threw up, and woke up on his uh, bathroom floor. <laughs> me and he just played for an hour just defending his character. And you can't see this, uh, you know, obviously if you're listening, but his character is like, you know what I mean? Like bouncing a little bit, like ready to fight like this. And we're just like, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's. <laughs> and the whole time he's just fucking puking his guts out in the bathroom. <laughs> we had no idea. He's passed out on the freaking bathroom floor. <laughs> I, I woke up the next day and I logged in. And he was still online. So, he was? Yeah, so playing Dying Light. So I think he just was still on the bathroom floor. But fuck him because he didn't come on the podcast. You just said butt fuck. Oh, yeah. Butt fuck him. I know what he said. I mean, that will happen to you if you drink six Lagunitas. Yeah, they're trying to hang out. Don't you, even, you'll end up on the that's floor. That's no man's land for me. Dude, I, I'm not doing a six pack of Lagunitas. I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling this one. Uh, and I had one um, Yingling Light. Just to get me nice and lubed up, uh, and now I'm having this, and I'm starting to feel feel the booze, but buzz mm. a little bit. I I hear you. I had a resin um, IPA, which is out of Brooklyn, New York. Before I uh, joined this podcast, nine <laughs> percent. Uh, definitely could feel that. I had to like eat, chug water, and like sit for a few minutes before I got on this podcast, and that was after one. So, my my sources tell me you have been. Enjoying a few beverages throughout the day today. You're talking about me or Mike? <laughs> you, Bobby. Well, <laughs> I, I, as someone who had no work today, uh, late, I was just a bunch of lazy bones just sitting at home playing Cyberpunk 2020, uh, 2027, whatever. 2027. <laughs> it actually, uh, if you played Cyberpunk, not to get on a tangent, it's too realistic to what's going on in the world, and I don't know if I want to finish the game. Because, like, the world, like, kind of ends in 2023, and, like, it becomes something else. I'm like, I don't know if I want to go through this, especially with everything going on. You know, I think I'm just going to stick to my beers and play more Dying Light. <laughs> All right, guys. You've, you've enjoyed the beer. We've been bantering back and forth. It's been a nice time. I, I need to know. What do you guys think? I What is your score on the Lagunius IPA? 1 to 10. And you, you can do... Whatever digits you need, what do you guys think of this IPA? And it needs a point something. It can't be a bullshit one through ten. And if you give me six point two as your answer, I'm gonna know you're you're milking it in because you're just using the alcohol content as your answer. <laughs> you're milking it. <laughs> you're milking it in. <laughs> that's uh, not a phrase. I don't know. No, that's not a phrase. I think but... we should pers- I think we should say the beer to you personally how much you enjoy it, not. What, it's this isn't a rating of how good the beer is universally speaking. How much right. did you enjoy it, right? To make it personal, so we're also not offending any pussels out there. Yeah, not to offend anyone. Um, this beer to me is a seven one. Whoa! That means that means it's a Whoa. beer that you will buy multiple times. It's not a one and done kind of beer, and that's how I scale all my beers. Anything below five, I'll enjoy if it's there. But I'm not going to go out of my way to buy it. This is the kind of beer that you buy it once, you're more than likely going to buy it four or five more times. It's an enjoyable beer. It's got good body, good flavor. I'm going to credit it to Chicago over L.A. because beat L.A. So it is an enjoyable beer, and I recommend it to anyone who wants to have a nice Lagunitas IPA. Nice. Well said. Well said. And here's the fucking thing. I'm going to give it... I'm gonna give it a six point nine, giggity. 
And fucker. Did I take yours? You fucker. <laughs> so here's the deal. I I like this beer a lot actually, and I'm not an and I'm not typically an IPA guy, but this is tasty. This is a good beer. And like I said, I would buy a six pack of these and hit a barbecue. Have three, leave three. You know what I mean? Like, I'd, I'd come in there with a plan. I like to leave a couple beers behind <laughs> as a gift to the, the host. The hostess with the mostest. Uh, so that's what I do. And you know what the thing is? After those three beers, I have a pretty fucking sweet buzz. So a 6.9, I think, is perfect. Well, you fucker. That's what I was going to do, but I'm going to switch it up just to do it differently. I'll say, uh, I'll say uh, a 7.2 because... I think it's a, a it's a good beer, solid good beer. I love what you said, Mike, about bringing it to a barbecue. Like you're not gonna go fuck city on these beers. You're not gonna be the mayor of Fucktown USA trying to down like a whole fucking twelve pack of these. But you're gonna enjoy a few with a nice dinner, you know, some nice juicy steak or whatever have you. And uh, you know, solid overall beer, seven point two for me. I like that. I like that. Well, Bobby, thanks for introducing us to Lagunitas IPA. It was, as they say, Blood Cash. And that's going to take us to our Fantastic Fuck City competition sig. This one's going to be tit. Uh, I have no idea what the fuck's going to happen with this. I believe you don't either. I have no idea. Uh, Bobby, yeah, no idea. But it's going to be tit. Uh, Bobby's got us basically set up with a fantastic competition right now manufactured to his liking uh bobby why don't you let us know what the fuck we're doing and what we need to expect uh do i need to be fully chafed <laughs> do i need to be shaven um do i need to be lubed up what is happening today is daddy getting fucked i would say a little bit of all right you know different flavors for different you know people uh so what we're doing here today is trivia again um it is a, you have four uh choices right so i'll read you the question you have four options. Whoever has the most picked will win. Uh, and if we end up in a tiebreaker after five, I do have a fantastic, awesome, I hope we don't get this because it's not going to load to the hype, question at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so this is penalty shootout style like we have been doing. Yes, yeah. So there should be okay. a winner at this. So uh, hit. are you guys ready for question one? That's who were the schneep. All right, this question is about me and my family. Am I say family? Oh, no. My fur family. So where was Roger surrendered in? A, Atlanta, Georgia. B, Miami, Florida. C, Savannah, Georgia. Or D, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Now, if you don't know, Roger just celebrated his uh, th- his birthday, which happens to be his surrender day. So it's very important to me. Well, you never told me this one, Bobby, so I'm getting blasted in the ass already. Well, if you had Facebook like an adult, you would have saw it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got Florida and Georgia are our options, basically. So, you know, Nietzsche, I'm going to let you go first. Motherfucker. Okay, Bobby, you said Atlanta. You said Fort Lauderdale. Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. What were the other two? Savannah, Georgia, and Miami, Florida. Okay, because I, I have absolutely no idea. I'm just going to toss this up with my ball sack. I'm going to go Savannah. I know it was Georgia, but I don't know if it's Savannah or Atlanta. Um, 
Savannah seems more likely. Just to be different, I'm going to say Atlanta. Well, uh, so yes, uh, Nietzsche and Mike, uh, Roger was adopted out of the OK state of Georgia. But he was surrendered in Miami, Florida. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, he was surrendered at Miami-Dade Animal Hospital in Miami, Florida. So he was a beach dog. Somehow gets screwed and ends up with snow. He loves it. He's a great dog. But he was originally from Miami. You blast us in the ass on me. So that's a that's a miss on everyone. Wow. Oh, yeah. misle- I noticed that no one's following my Facebook post. Misleading question. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. This next question. Where did Terry pee when Victoria left for the Netherlands? A, on Victoria's spot on the couch. B, in Victoria's ham- hamper. Sorry. In Victoria's hamper. C, Victoria's jacket. Or D, on Victoria's pillow. <laughs> all Victoria items. First of all, let's let the Silver Broners know Terry is Bobby's cat. He's a white. Yeah, he's my cat. Acts like a dog. Adorable. Mike lived with him. Sweet, sweet cat. Um, yeah, is it my turn to go first? Yep. I'm going to go with Tori's hamper. That's oh, that's going to be my guess, but I don't I don't know. I don't remember. Wait, I think this is newsworthy because of the sensitivity of the time here. Was it when Victoria was about to leave? Or was it after? When did this happen? This actually occurred a week after she had been gone. Uh, when she took her, uh, she was taking some classes and doing some work over in the Netherlands for grad school. That changes things for me. Fun fact: Mike was living with me at this time. Just uh, <laughs> I don't remember same. it though. So I'm getting blasted in the ass. I really don't remember it though. Kind of did my own thing. Ass blaster. I had a dog and a hog at the time, right? So I was, I was busy. This was pre-Ellie. So you said hamper. I said hamper. I'm going to go with pillow. All right. So Nietzsche's right. It was oh, on pillow. the yes, pillow. Yes, motherfucker. Uh, very awkward. Uh, very awkward. I washed the pillow. By the way, that pillow no longer exists in the house. <laughs> sure it doesn't. The thing was all clean. But yes, Terry was very upset that it was actually right after our cat Jax had passed away a week later victoria was gone he was kind of wiling out peed on her pillow i don't remember uh, that at all so i must have been uber and Shanif. and bobby you told me i, I you you shared these things with me but i have never heard any You're of these stories fucking so, liar, so it might have, it might have been it might have been overshadowed by the fact that the patriots lost a super bowl to the eagles within the same day so uh... so your girlfriend leaves you get peed on and then your team loses what? so my my 20 20- my 2018 sucked. The Eagles beat the Patriots. My cat died, and my other cat is peeing on my stuff. Like, come on, guys. It was our pets. Rough Heads time. Are <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Next question: What is my biggest fear? Spiders, snakes, bees, or peeing at a urinal with a long line behind me? Uh, I'm going to say I feel like I pee faster than you every time we go to like a Red Sox game or something. So I think I think you get a little pee shy when there's a long line. But I really don't know. I don't know any of these questions. This is 
bullshit. You should do like the pressure's on you, Mike, because you're legit. You should do like what's so. what's your mom's name or <laughs> where is your dad born? I can answer those questions. <laughs> I'm definitely the underdog going into this. I'm playing free and free and fun. Well, um, but okay, but for the listeners, I don't for know the listeners. You've known Bobby for twenty plus years. I met Nietzsche in the seventh grade, and this is a this is a weird story to bond over. Seventh grade yeah, science class. They put us like in order by our first names, and I went by Bobby, and he was Armanichi. And so I sat at a desk while an iguana walked in front of us and dropped a slimy deuce across the table. Bobby, I remember that exact deuce. That was like what – I was sitting there going, this teacher needs to be fired or put in a <laughs> mental hospital. Can you smell it right now? <laughs> Um, man, I hope I don't get this wrong. Um, but I think Mike has a good point about peeing. If I remember correctly, I might be wrong about this. Bobby was very particular about where he pooped and peed while we were working in parking. I could be completely wrong. I, I, I legit could be completely wrong. I'm going to go with this, that same one. I'm going to do it. I'm just fucking. It. it is. It is my biggest fear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am afraid of being caught in line and having to pee, and then there's a bunch of people right behind me. It's not a fun feeling. Sometimes you have to wait for like the stalls to open, and you're like, oh, great. Now everyone's going to think I'm going to poop in a spot where people have been throwing up and peeing all over. But no, 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 no. I just don't want that person behind me when I'm trying to go at the urinal. <laughs> so uh, right now, Nietzsche's <laughs> up, Mike. Two to one. Yeah, well, it cheated. And I, it was only because I was thinking of parking. I remember Bobby being very sensitive about where he was going to go to the bathroom. It was very particular. He liked the mug, and he would go in there, and he would do what he had to do, but it had to be at a certain time. It, yeah, it had to be multiple stalls. I don't want a, a one door where someone's going to be like this every two seconds, knocking. You know what I mean? I don't want that. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> all right, guys. So who is my favorite wrestler of all time? A, Macho Man. B, Stone Cold. C, Roman Reigns. Or D, The Miz. I think, Nietzsche, you should go first. Wow, Bobby. I actually thought I knew this answer before you gave us the options, and I clearly <laughs> don't, uh, based on what you said. Oh, wow. So we got we got The Mach, we have The Miz, we have Stone Cold, and then who's the fourth? Roman Reigns. Oh, the Universal man. Champion right now, currently. You were on... Let... I'm going to go with, based on social media posts, I'm going to go with The Miz. I'm actually going to go with The Miz, too. It's got to be it's gotta be Mike Mazzani. He's fantastic. Yeah, that is pretty easy. I thought Roman Reigns would throw you for a loop, but yes, The Miz is my favorite I mean, wrestler yes. because you did, of all time. you did wear the Roman Reigns hat on Dan's show last night. I wore the Roman Reigns hat and the sweatshirt yesterday on Let Freedom Ring. Uh, but I would... Sorry to interrupt. I would have fucking put money with my life on the line on triple h for some reason based on previous experiences with you but then when you said miz i was like well he's done a lot of miz <laughs> social media stuff so yeah no the miz is the man the miz and the roman reigns are my two top guys i like triple h local guy from new hampshire fantastic guy. but he's no miz and he's no roman reigns <laughs> you're right you're all right, right guys right. so now we're coming to this Mike, Mike can either tie it up and we go to the biggest hyped up tiebreaker question of all time or Nietzsche wins outright. <laughs> so here we go. What is 
my most embarrassing moment. A, striking out, swinging in a slow pitch tournament at a state tournament, and I was the leadoff hitter. Also, it was my first time playing for them. B, waking up, sleeping on the floor at Dan Fuentes' mother's house while I caught Nietzsche staring at me when I woke up. (laughs) C, getting threatened by a bartender because I gave him a parking ticket that day and was kicked out of the bar for it. I was there for the last two that he just mentioned. Yeah, fixes in, obviously. Or D, puking in the Bernie's Beach Bar in Hampton, not from drinking, and had to pay my tab and leave in cash. I didn't have time for the credit card. I had to pay in cash. <laughs> Nietzsche, you go, you go first because you're the lead. Uh, this, is, this is hard. But first of all, I'm going to defend my honor. <laughs> That wasn't at Fuentes. Uh, you were, you were that's Moe's house in Clearwater. That was not. That was at my dad's in South Carolina. No, it was, we were on the floor in Clearwater. Because this is going to sound exactly weird. We, we shared a bed in, at your dad's well, house. Hey, you that's you so gotta, weird. Yeah, you do what you do. That's not weird. That's only weird if you're insecure about your sexuality. <laughs> we were, anyway. We were at your dad's house and the heat was off. And, and Fuentes goes, Bobby, are you coming to bed? And I was like, come on, man. <laughs> that was one of the funniest quotes of all time. Bobby, come to bed. <laughs> that was literally one of the funniest quotes of my life to hear that. No, Mike, just so you know. What, my, what Bobby's referring to is I, I, by, I swear to God, I swear on my mother's soul, I swear to God, I woke up and I looked over at Bobby and Bobby immediately woke up at the same time that I looked at him and he looked at me with this face like, what the fuck are you doing looking at me? I swear on my life that I had just woken up. He probably even heard me wake up and rumbling around, which woke him up. Which is probably why. So uh, I swear on my mother's grave. Hey, that's okay, exactly and you're happened. sure you weren't just yanking it to Bobby while he was sleeping? That's that's to be debated. <laughs> that's possible. That's separate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now after all that bullshit, uh, now I'm forgetting. So we got the staring. We have the uh, guy who threatened to kick your ass because of the parking ticket. We have the uh, striking out. And then what was the fourth? Uh, puking at uh, the Bernie's Beach Bar in the bathroom at Hampton and having to pay in cash because I didn't want to sit there and wait. Okay. For me, it comes down to the puking or the ticket one because you were thoroughly upset about the ticket. You were very mad. I remember you talking about it a bunch afterwards. Like you were trying to get that guy reported. Like you were – you went to these lengths and it really bothered you. He just had to and ask me. I would have waved it. I know but you were very upset and rightfully so that guy was being a prick but you were very upset by it and you were like trying to like make that guy's life a little bit more difficult in retaliation so I want to think that that is probably the most one even if you don't believe it Uh, fuck it I'm gonna say the ticket one I'm just gonna say the ticket one all right ah I was thinking the ticket you gotta go I was thinking the ticket one too but it wouldn't benefit me to say that so uh I know Bobby takes softball very seriously. Mm, yes, he and does. And I know that he cares what people think about him when it comes to softball. I know that because he talks about it all the time. Yes. That's a good So point. if you join a team, and God bless him, you have the Dan stink on you when you first joined softball. 
because uh, people people say, "Oh, you're Dan's brother." But I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so if you struck out first game, like be like, oh, "We got another Dan." <laughs> so I'm gonna go softball on this one. Actually. Yeah, Mike is right. Oh, uh, so, oh, oh my god! So it, I'll explain why it's my most embarrassing moment. Uh, I get there and I'm playing for TP uh, Nietzsche, who you you know from high school. Um, and basically he goes, yeah, you lead off. You're fine. I just got out of the car. get there. The guy I'm p- batting against had a Raleigh fingers mustache and throws a knuckleball. I didn't just swing and miss the second time. I swung and missed the first pitch. My first two swings playing for this team. I missed both pitches. It went from batting first <laughs> to 10th immediately. Oh, no. <laughs> it was like, I was like, I don't know. What, this, what are you doing to me? Like, why did you throw me in this situation? Stop. Oh, man. Sound logic, Mike. Sound Ooh. logic. I'm uh, going to commend you. you know what what it was about. brutal. What's the score now? Tied. It is 3-3. Three, three. We're tied up, oh, baby. Shit. We are tied up. Sudden that death. brings us to the most overhyped question of all time. This is not related to me whatsoever. But guys, how long is 90 mile island uh, mine, 90 mile beach in New Zealand? How long is it, the distance wise? <laughs> A, 90 miles. B, 55 miles. C, 65 miles. Or D, 80 miles. <laughs> I don't know. So wait, was ninety not even an option? This is a toss-up for me. Yes, ninety. It A is A is ninety miles. Oh. B is fifty-five. C is sixty-five. D is eighty. It's by the way, it is how long is ninety mile beach in New Zealand? Yeah, but it's definitely not ninety. If you're gonna, if we're even asking this question, unless it's like a little poopy question where you're trying to trick us. So I knew an Australian once. <laughs> So I think I know the answer to this, but I don't know. It can't be 90. 90 would be the obvious answer. I'm going to go 55 miles just because it's right under 90, and that's the way your brain works. You just say, 90 is the right answer. 90 is the obvious answer. I put the next answer is the actual answer. The next two are bullshit. Okay, I have to use some strategery here. So we've got this question and another question. That decides it, correct? Oh, I'll have to make up a question. Okay. Just be just to be strategic, I'm gonna go with the same answer as Mike, for better or worse. Yeah, you guys are both right. It is fifty five miles, <laughs> yes! miles. I don't know Fuck, why yes, what's smart. wrong with New Zealand. Like it's eighty eight kilometers or whatever, but who speaks? Did James European? did James tell you that? I actually Googled this. I wrote I Googled craziest trivia questions and oh. that popped up. <laughs> nice. So right, so I don't know. What a nail biter. Wow. I, all right, fine. Here's the, here's the last question, and I'm not giving you any ideas of who it is. You okay, either like know it or that. don't know I like that. I like it. That. I like who that. was the first unanimous player voted into the MLB Hall of Fame? Oh, you fucked me so good. You fucked me. I'm not a baseball you guy. You got to go first, Nietzsche. Oh, you fucked me real good. Bobby, this was this was an inside job. This was a Montreal screw job. <laughs> Mike knows this. I don't know baseball. I can't even spell uh, baseball. Man. First unanimously decided, like everybody voted for him. He was the first person to get a unanimous ballot. 
And I had to Google it just Babe Ruth. Right. Fuck it. Babe Ruth. I'm going to say Mariana Rivera. <sighs> Nietzsche, I feel so bad for you because you're a Yankee fan. But I clearly not a good Yankee fan because Mariano Rivera was the first oh, player ever elected me, me, unanimously me. to the MLB Hall of Fame. And that, that really hurts, Nietzsche, because you not only have lost the tiebreaker of this, and you've lost the tiebreaker of the current score of your overall game, but you lost it on a question about your favorite baseball team. That is – that is I don't want to make it worse. That's tough. That's, that's tough. At least I answered with a Yankee. That's you did. True. You did, but if we had said first player voted in, you would have won. All right, in my defense in this press conference, I will say that this was an inside job. This was bullshit. This is a Montreal screw job. I feel like Bret Hart and you guys are Vince McMahon and Shawn Michaels. You really fucked me, and I will take it, but I will will come back stronger. I will come back stronger than this. It's three to two, Mike, but I'm going to be roaring back, baby. Listen. Which sounds like you're going to have someone close to you that Mike doesn't know at all to come in and kind of facilitate. <laughs> <laughs> I only got yeah. one thing to say. And that's going to take us to Suggestion Box. This week's tit, Bobby decided to stick around. He was really nice enough to keep it going with us here. Bobby's going to read our suggestions. He definitely is, sweetheart. Uh, Bobby, so as you may know, as a Silver Boner, we have anonymous employee suggestions that just help really, you know, improve the quality of performance here at the office. And then we also uh, consider silver uh, Silver Boner suggestions and all around, it's just a good way to build up this podcast, make it better every day, you know, be open to critiques. So if I may, I'm going to have you read our first anonymous suggestion. And there it is. Yes, definitely. And I mean, as someone who has been in the office with you guys this whole time, <laughs> you need to fix the box. It's just not an easy looking box. No one wants to look at a brown box, but that's <laughs> not, not, it's not my problem. Just a suggestion. So, uh, first suggestion. Can we stop doing the Pledge of Allegiance to the Silver Boner logo in the office? I find it evasive, and it's basically brainwashing. I overheard Don in the cubicle next to me reciting it to himself, and now he walks around naked with Cupid wings and a bow and arrow. He thinks he's got a big dong type person uh, <laughs> like the logo but it's definitely not big if you know what I mean it's tiny it looks like the end of a slim gym that's not a suggestion <laughs> I don't really know no, I, I, well, I, you guys sorry guys sorry guys sorry guys you're good you're fine <laughs> I, <laughs> you know wait So the suggestion is to stop the Pledge of Allegiance to the Silver Boner logo? <laughs> that's yeah. that's how I read it, yeah. <laughs> I, but, when did you guys do this? Like, did, I must have missed this we, part. That's how we start our day. <laughs> that's how we start our day every day. And I like it. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think we're going to stop it. Listen, no one should have their, their dick out at work. <laughs> like... Put your 
your wiener away for Dick sure. <laughs> like I'll say, yeah, put your wiener away. But you know, the pledge of allegiance to the to the silver bottle logo is kind of a an office favorite. So no, we won't stop. <laughs> an office favorite. <laughs> Can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> Mike, I'm with you. I actually didn't know we were even doing a Pledge of Allegiance until this moment, So, but I'm on board. I think that if you want to work here at the Silver Bowl Experience, you need to fully be on board. And if that means we have to brainwash our employees with a Pledge of Allegiance, like the United States does with our kids from K-12, through we got to do it. You know what I mean, that's what it's going to take to get false patriotism, false loyalty. I'm down. Hey, that's what we're about. Nietzsche wasn't aware because I try to have it done before he gets in. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it is what it is. All right, so Bobby, we have another one for you. For you. This, is, <laughs> this is from a fan. This is from a listener of the show. All right, <clears throat> here we go. Has Silver Bow ever considered making an alcoholic seltzer? I think a Nietzsche penis flavored... <laughs> Nietzsche penis flavored would have a bold taste and a fan and fans would enjoy. <laughs> Give it some thought. <laughs> Fregal, I think. Fregal. I can't. Looks Fregal, like... Tiny Bottom, Windsor, Alaska. I'm not going to lie. I... Fergal, Tiny Bottom. <laughs> Fergal, Tiny Bottom, Windsor, Alaska. I have no interest in going to Windsor, Alaska. It's out for me. I love wiener flavored seltzers there. They're actually pretty known for it. So Nietzsche, I don't know. What do you think? I, I think I, I, we've never ventured into alcohol, that's for sure. But if, beyond the beer tasting, if we were to come up with, I don't know, a, just a, a little bit of a, a you know, a, a bland flavor, so to speak, right? It's just, it's just like a, a seltzer, plain water flavor with a little bit of alcohol in there. We put Nietzsche's wiener in there for about 10 minutes. We can that, and we send it across the U.S. Nietzsche thought. I am so about this. I, you know, it's funny you ask or say, because I've been wanting to dip my, my penis in balls in a seltzer for a while now. It's got a tickle. Without the fear of being judged. So I'm totally on board, and I, I would love to do this. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> there's actually a, a quite famous, uh, if you guys are fans of The Office, um, the warehouse all quits because they won the lottery, and a couple of those people invest in a penis flavored energy drink for gay men, and they <laughs> they lose all their money. It's phenomenal. I will say though, uh, it it's crazy that you have fans that want to taste <laughs> Nietzsche's salty flavor wiener in a seltzer. <laughs> they they are really. Like Bobby, we get letters every day. They want to see his butt too. We get that <laughs> every day, every single day. I get people stopping me on the street. <laughs> it happens saying, all the time. Hey, like, can you just rip it out real quick? Now, now, Bobby, would you drink that seltzer? Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would pass. You, you know what I would? You know what I would do? I would buy a six pack of it and send it to Fuentes in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> that fucker would chug all of oh, them. Oh, he would shotgun them. Reminds him of home. Oh, God. Okay, so that's going to take us to our second anonymous employee suggestion. Bobby, take it away. <laughs> wow. Uh, my first suggestion to this person is shorten it up a little bit, but all right, here we go. Uh, 
Recently, you guys introduced Massage Hour at the office. I love this idea. Massage therapists come in to give employees a massage during our lunch hour. But it hasn't been what I thought. Every time I get one, the therapist keeps asking me if I want a happy ending, which I don't, but they insist. I never thought I'd get my butt fingered at work. (laughs) Don't like it. Please stop this. My ass hurts. (laughs) This is someone from accounting. I know know it's anonymous. Someone from accounting wrote this. I know it's my... Tight ass. Tight ass. Tight ass. Listen, we've we've heard the opposite from people too. They love having their butthole explored. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Where are you at with this? Well, game? it's pretty it's pretty apparent that people in accounting you couldn't pull a needle out of their ass with a <laughs> with a with a chain and horse. You know what I mean? Like it's just they're pretty tight over there. But I mean, hey, look, I'm all about massages. It's kind of the luck of the draw. If you if you have a, a very aggressive therapist who wants to give a happy ending to get a better tip. That's on you. You know what I mean? You kind of take what you what you get, you know? Yeah, 100%. Also, so, why was I not invited on this day? Like, why do I get, like, random <laughs> non, you know, massage day? <laughs> well, we pay per person, and uh, it's usually for – it's an employee perk. Uh, so we try to think about that. Listen, uh, my advice to that person is negotiate when you get there. Say, here's what I want worked on. Don't touch my asshole. And they will <laughs> – they will happily work other parts of your body. Um, Jean Robert, we got one more listener suggestion for you. Why don't you take a look? Okay. Can I suggest you do an episode? They is just a recording of Nietzsche breathing. Like maybe he's sleeping and we just get to hear that sweet air go into those pretty lungs. I think that's ratings right there. Make it happen. Greta Finkelstein, Hoboken, <laughs> New Jersey. She wants you to do ASMR, man. <laughs> well, we've already explored this. Um, we talked I forget about the. Yeah, we, we talked about this with a previous um, Silver Boner. Um, you know what? Let's fucking do it. I, I, you know, I've been wanting to record myself sleeping for a while anyway, it's just time. to see if I talk. It's time. It's time. So I'm, I'm willing to share that info. Yeah. Listen, we had another silver boner reach out and say they wanted, uh, like a Nietzsche white noise machine, <laughs> <laughs> where they, where Nietzsche just says and does things, and she's just like, and now it's time for sleeping. Uh, so he just does that, and you know we, <laughs> we talked to the production team about it. And uh, they're very interested in making it happen. Uh, we're very interested in making it happen. <laughs> uh, Greta, listen, keep an eye out because I think this product is coming to stores near you pretty fucking soon. You can guarantee it. <sighs> and that's going to take us to Bobby's Bangers. This is a new seg, rare seg. Mike, you got any words on it? Dude, here's the thing this is a fantastic segment. And uh, it's going to change the world, basically. It's going to change the world view on a lot of things. But Bobby's fucking bangers. JR's radar is what other people call it. John Bear's radar. Uh, Bobby, our guest of honor for the week, is going to give us his top five video games. Now, that's up for interpretation, Bobby, how you want to do it. That's your top five all time, top five you're playing now. Whatever you want to do, that's fine. Whatever you're feeling is okay by us. 
Fucking hit us with it. What are your video games you're into? Yeah, so uh, I'm going to give you my top five all-time slash replayable, right? So, uh, And you can play all these today on many consoles because they're all still active. Oh, tit. Including, including, well, technically one of them isn't, but it's going to be soon at some point on the Switch. Uh, my top five games, in no order, by the way. So we're going to start with The Witcher 3. And The Witcher 3, if you've played this game, you know. You know. This is one of the greatest games of all time. And I don't mean that to use it lightly. It is a character that if you didn't play 1 and 2, which I never did. No offense to those games. They weren't very well put out. But Witcher 3 that came out on the PS4 when I played it is a long, in-depth story. 40 hours minimum in the original story. They have two downloadable contents that are an extra 20 hours each on top of that, uh, they gave you a bunch of free downloadable content because they had some glitches at the beginning, some like uh, issues. Cyberpunk is another one they did. But Cyberpunk is another one that they did for this, this the same game brand. But they gave you a lot of content and made sure that it was enjoyable for a player. I mean, I know Nietzsche's played it. I know, Mike, you haven't played it. But Nietzsche, your thoughts on this game? Bobby, love love the, the shout-out to Witcher 3. Um, I actually found this game... It, this is kind of a third generation situation where you introduced this to Cameron. I did. Cameron introduced it to me. So you're technically my grandfather in this, <laughs> in this current situation. Did. Witcher 3 is by far one of the greatest games I've ever played. Um, just fantastic world to explore. Amazing story. Fantastic gameplay. The fighting system is is ridiculously fluid, incredible. Um it, it, I will say, in the beginning, it was very hard to get into. I started it, and then I backed off just because I just didn't like how it started. I hated the music. I hated yep. the interface because it was just super complicated. But if I could go back and tell little Virgin Nietzsche back then, like, hey, you need to just power through this beginning, and you're going to love it, it would have been better. I played that game. I, I milked that fucker out for everything it was worth. And did both DLCs. Mike, when you play it, because you have to, play the game, then do the uh, Heart and Stone DLC, finish it with Blood and Wine. Blood and Wine is by far the greatest DLC I've ever played for any game ever. It's it's very uh, intense, very romantic in the way that it's portrayed. A lot of metaphors. Blood and Wine, you're talking about vampires in a vineyard it's it's a lot of cool shit going on the game's incredible just very well written um i can't speak highly enough about it bobby i'm all on board for that agreed and by the way if you are a switch user nintendo switch they did put it out two years ago so you can play this on the switch i by the way have beaten it on ps4 i downloaded on ps5 and played on the ps5 and i've beaten on the switch so well so here so here's the thing uh, Nietzsche, you said you couldn't get past the first like part of it, right? So I feel the same way about The Office as well as um, Parks and Recreation. I recommend that show still shows to everybody I know, I meet, whether I talk to them for five minutes or know them for the rest of my life. I say if you can get past season one of both those shows, it's ass cash after that. So I like that. My wife watches the show on Netflix, so uh, if you can't play it, then definitely watch it, Bobby. What's your number two game? Well, in no particular order. What else do you want to tell us about? We're going to go to the Mass Effect saga. So Mass Effect, I originally played 1, 2, and 3 on the Xbox 360. 
by far the greatest console of all time. No offense to anyone who likes anything else. But you can now play it on the PlayStation 4 as they did the remastering. Mass Effect is a game where you play a character who originally can be an Earthborn person or from a moon or whatever, but it's in the it's set in the future. It's a first-person shooter. It's fun. It's technically an RPG, but every place you go to has a set route. So it's not open-world concept. So just let you know if you're going to play this game. But it's one of the greatest stories ever written in video games if you can play through it. Mike, you find it weird because I think the one time you, you saw me playing it, I banged an alien. <laughs> that was weird. I did. I, I Bobby was playing it, and I went to I said, what's this game all about? And he was trying to... Uh... To, to schmooze an alien into bed. He was trying to fuck this, like, blue girl or something like that. Uh, and I was like, this game, it might be fun, but it's not for me. I uh, I don't want to fuck any aliens. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like a good game. Because of Bobby, I bought the remastered version for PS4, the 1 through 3. And I have not had the chance to fuck any aliens. I'm actually looking forward to that opportunity. I don't know why you would pass that up. If I can fuck a blue alien, then so be it. I'm going to fuck a blue alien. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> he but wants the dude aliens. I w- <laughs> so, but so far, I'm, I'm only in the first game pretty early on. I will say, and this is with the lack of foresight, I find the main character rather bland and boring. But I'm assuming that evolves over time. Because he truly is a, an extremely boring character. <laughs> so yeah, far. so uh, Commander Shepard, male or female you can pick, he does start slow, but that's because he has this military idea built into him. And you break through that character in Mass Effect 1. It is very hard to like really fall for that character halfway through Mass Effect 1, but then you'll make some choices that does open the character up. In 2 and 3, he's a totally different character. But he's such a badass. Or her, depending on how you want to play. You can be one or the other. By the way, if you play male or female Shepard, you can still bang the blue alien. Just putting it out there. You can either fuck or get fucked. I love it. I love it. <laughs> nice. I love it, yeah. Weird game. But, uh, hey, you, you dig it, you dig it. So what's what's the next one? What's the next game? What's the next game you're interested in? Yeah, number three for me is going to be Goldeneye for the N64. Oh, now this is that this this video game is single-handedly all those first-person shooters that are online like Call of Duty, all that don't exist without this game. Where if you are Jaws, you're an idiot, and if you're Odd Job, you're a cheater. <laughs> like it is a multiplayer game that is fascinating. Good graphics for their time period. Uh, it, it's one of my favorite games of all time. I remember being a kid, playing four-player on the N64. The only reason you ever had a sleepover over anyone's house was to play GoldenEye. Oh, great, great game. That, uh, oh, man, that was definitely one. That and, like, Mario Kart were the games you had to play if you were hanging out with friends. And, uh, oh, man, you're so right. Like, no one can be odd job. And it's crazy how, like, you think that you're a friend group when you're a kid, right? That was just your rule. But then you go to other friend groups, like, they also had the same fucking rule. Like, fuck odd job, no one plays that. And if you play as Jaws, who's like a seven-foot monster, you're an idiot because you're a monstrous target, right? So, what a sick-ass game. They actually tried to do a remaster. I, I won't call it a remaster because it's a little bit different. But on PlayStation 4, they made a new version of GoldenEye. 
and I hated it. I I was like, give me the give me the pixels, give me everything. Like I I want the Nintendo sixty four version, but goddamn, a man with the golden gun, proximity mines. I mean, Jesus Christ, I used to pound ass in that game. I fucking love it. Did you ever- I suck puss through a straw in that game. <laughs> I fucking love that was honestly i remember that was like my first vivid memory of asking my dad can i please buy an n64 game and i will rival you bobby by saying i don't think xbox 360 was the greatest system i think nintendo 64 was i would have just to agree. By nostalgia but when i got golden eye my life changed and that game yes uh, echo everything you said about odd job and all those guys but that game Smash Puss harder than I've ever seen any game ever Smash Puss. And I cannot wait for the Switch to to, to bring that game in oh, to their whole situation. Because Daddy is going to go fuck city on that game. It's going to be awesome when they do it and they add the online. Because you can play online N64. Whoa. I don't want to talk about it. That's crazy. Ugh. That's crazy. Quirk up. Listen, you play the facility, fuck money ass cash. Yep. 100 percent the only part about the Amen. facility that was annoying at the facility is if you did proximity mines and you'd be walking up a ramp and the proximity mines underneath you like son of a bitch <laughs> you, you got fucked by proximity mines more times than i can remember but uh <laughs> what what's the next one Jarbit? so the next it one was so good we should play it, it was right amazing now. i want to play it right now that i want to play it right now and i was tit at blitz i still am good at blitz played all the time mm-hmm. love it the next game is technically I'm going to do a slash because every Zelda game is amazing. But there are two Zelda games that stick out for me. So I'm going to put them together. Zelda Breath of the Wild for the Switch. Phenomenal open world player game. It's Zelda on steroids. Like, I don't know. You don't have to follow the main quest. And you can still get sidetracked for 40 hours of doing stuff on the side. If you have a chance to play it on the Switch, I highly recommend it. Might be one of the greatest games ever created. And the other one to offset that, which you can also play on the Switch now with the N64 emulator, Ocarina of Time. If you ever want to get into a Zelda game and you go, oh, I've heard all these great things. I don't know how to get into it. There's so many storylines. Ocarina of Time is where you want to start and figure out who that person, that character is, who Link really is. It all starts in the Ocarina of Time and the N64, which is another kind of open world concept for its time period yeah it was you didn't have to like follow a certain thing and that it, it, you just open it up for me because i that's what she said i <laughs> fucking loves i actually have and then you can't see this if you're, if you're watching you know if you're listening but i actually have a zelda tattoo on my back oh I, damn it's like i can't even show you guys because it's in a weird angle daddy but please i <laughs> I fucking loved that game. I like. I still played all the time. I've gone back and played Ocarina of Time and uh, Majora's Mask on N sixty four more times than I can fucking remember. And uh, Wind Waker was actually my all time favorite Zelda game. Loved it. I played Breath of the Wild. Loved it. Played all. I mean, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I never had a Wii, so I never played like Twilight Princess and whatever's before that, but. I do have a Zelda encyclopedia that takes me through the entire timeline of the game because timeline's a little bit finicky. You know, no one really knows what, what part happens at what time, right? But I will say, shout out to um, a listener of the show and a donor of the show, Cameron Bernazani. 
because he actually lent me Ocarina of Time, and it's the first time I ever played it. So, shout out to Cam, because I don't think I would have got into it if he didn't say, you know, it's a cool game, you should check it out. And, um, he also, I, <laughs> he was, he happened to be over at our house, but I, listen, I, play, I played the Wind Waker a lot, right? So, uh, without wasting too much time or getting too much, basically you have the Triforce, gets broken up into seven, eight shards, eight shards, blasted across the world, and you gotta go to each island in the, in the entire map, which is a fuck ton of islands, and look for these shards. That takes a long time. I probably played a billion hours, and I got to the boss. I got, <laughs> I got to Ganon, and I was trying to kill him, and I couldn't do it. And I was like, you know what? Get some fucking gummy bears or something. And Bobby and Cam, Bobby and Cam happened to come in. They're like, "Oh, what are you doing?" I was like, "Playing this game." And I'm like, "I'm just gonna get some fucking gummy bears." And I go to go up to the store. Sorry, this chair is super uncomfortable. I go to get go to the store, like, and they're like, "Can we play while you're gone?" And I was like, "Yeah, fine." They're not gonna beat. It's on GameCube, by the way. It's like, they're gonna fucking beat that game. Fuck that. Uh, I've been playing it for days. <laughs> I've broken every controller trying to fucking beat this cocksucker. And by the time I got back, gummy bears, maybe a vanilla Coke in hand, salt and vinegar. Damn. Oh, yeah, dude, salt and vinegar chips. Oh, suck me good. I mean, I, mean, I just fucking, oh, I'm coming back a triumphant motherfucker. And they killed Ganon while I was gone. And I was like, you yep. cocksucker. <laughs> I was so mad, but they were sweet. They did, uh, so you basically bury your sword in Ganon's head. Uh, and as soon as they did that, they left it so I could see the end. So I do appreciate that. Uh, yeah. But I, I played 40 hours that game. They played 10 minutes. They got all the satisfaction of uh, killing Ganon. So Cameron got all the satisfaction. I didn't bury my sword in anyone. Cameron buried his sword deep in Ganon's face. <laughs> yeah. So Cameron likes to bury his swords. Yeah. That's a fact. It's huge and veiny, and he buries it everywhere he wants. So, you know, it's just that's, that is what it is. Uh, Bobby, what what is your I think final edition, the Bobby's Bangers? My final one, and uh, this shouldn't be a surprise to anyone who knows me. <clears throat> There's many games to pick from this genre. I'm gonna pick Dynasty Warriors Four, PS Two. Uh, one of the best games that they put out. Dynasty Warriors is a phenomenal game. They've made many copies of it. You follow the whole battles between conflicts or whatever in China, but in PS4, uh, PS2's version of Dynasty Warriors 4, you can duel. And I remember many a Saturdays of doing 48 playable character duels with Nietzsche and Cameron on those uh, those games. Awesome game. It's a smash em, smash the buttons kind of game. Lubu, cheat code. Lubu. Awesome game. Mike, you've played it. Nietzsche's played Good it. Reference. Phenomenal. Bobby, I, I almost passed out from the blood rushing to my penis on, on that last one you said. Uh, Dynasty Warriors has always been a nice gem in my asshole for my whole life. I've really loved <laughs> Dynasty Warriors. Um, That's phenomenal. Yeah, I remember those tournaments. I remember those those uh, those 1v1s that we did. Lubu, definitely a cheat code. That's not mm -hmm. fair, first of all. No. The odd job um, of the game. Exactly. It was, but we would throw them in a tournament, and you pick names of a hat, and so whoever picked up Lu Bu, you'd have to be like, oh, God, give me Taisi Se, who could, like, offset him with his, like, claws or whatever. Like, you just got to find that character. 
Exactly. Those games were so much fun. You could create your own Dynasty Warrior, which was sick. I believe in that exact game, if I remember correctly. Yes. Yep. I remember specifically, I was hanging out with Cameron. It was like, it was a school night. We were hanging out at my dad's house. It was like 3 a.m. And we were banking on not having school the next day because it was snowing. Oh, and we were banking on it so hard. And we were playing Dynasty deal. Warriors so hard. We were playing it so hard. And then I remember it was like 5 a.m. And we were watching the TV to see if school got canceled. Finally, Nashua School District comes up. And we were exhausted. We were like, well, there's no way we can even go to school if, if we have school. And it said Nashua School District closed and we both raised our arms up in silence because my parent my dad and his wife and my sister were sleeping in the other room we're like yeah but we did it silently and then we went to bed and played dynasty warriors the next day that's fucking awesome i love that it makes me hard great game and if you have uh, a chance and you own a switch age of calamity uh zelda also put out dynasty warriors did a merger with nintendo and Age of Calamity is Dynasty Warriors with Zelda characters, and it's oh phenomenal. It's so awesome Never to play this that. game. It's oh Dynasty Warriors with Zelda characters. I'm always Link, but you can be so many more characters. It's phenomenal, and you can switch between all the characters. If you have the Switch, I highly recommend Age of Calamity. It's Dynasty Warriors with Zelda characters. That's Holy amazing. fucking tit, Cash. All right, I'm getting that game tomorrow. There's a GameStop actually right across the street from where I live, and I'm going to just go in there, and I'm not even going to pay. I'm going to fucking rob the place. I'm going to say, like, put all your Zelda games in the bag, you cocksucker. <laughs> I love that. So, two, uh, just to go back through. So, we had um, we had The Witcher. We had Mass Effect. We had Goldeneye. We had Zelda, and we had Dynasty Warriors. Yes. Yep. Phenomenal great, games. Great list. Silver bonus. Play them all. Touch them all. Fuck them all. Catch them all. Just play the games. They're phenomenal. Every game. Each one fucks harder than the last. Enjoy. And that's going to take us to Fuck Town, Fuckity Fuck Fuck Final Thoughts. Daddy hates the seg. It means that I can't see or hear your beautiful essence anymore, Mike. Today was a beautiful day. I feel like I felt like a, a butterfly frolicking, flying through a beautiful meadow in between two mountain ranges. I, I just I felt free. I felt peaceful. We learned about bears just fucking destroying Tahoe. We we learned about Laganatus. Um, we got some info about Bobby and. Uh, yeah, I just I loved everything about this pod. Yeah, listen, we we definitely crushed puss on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I always hate ending the podcast. I don't get to see that thick, veiny mustache of yours. But the thing is, you know, we we learned a lot, you know. But the thing is, the ending <laughs> the ending of this is fake Newtons when he wanted Oreos. <laughs> It's plant-based meat when I wanted a burger. <laughs> it's it's hard candy when I wanted Skittles. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's okay as a substitute, but it's not what you want in here. I don't want this to ever end. I wish we just did this 24-7. You know, I wish we never had to sleep. We just did this podcast over and over and over and over and over. 
But uh, as they say, all good things must come to an end. So here we are. But you're right. We we had a tip money, uh, a tip money McKenzie podcast. We learned a lot. We we hung out with a good bro. Bobby, thanks for coming on the pod. We appreciate it. I think our our <laughs> our listeners appreciate it. I don't think they even knew he was here right now. <laughs> it's the ending, right? Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, guys, I'm I'm very thankful for being here. I loved seeing the office. I I thought this was a figment of your imagination, but actually seeing it in person is pretty wild. Uh, again, great to be here. Um, but I I will say I brought you guys each one for each of you two giant silver boners, sterling silver. But um, some reason your HR person stopped me at the front door, uh, Johnny Two Time, and like took them and then walked out and said I wasn't allowed to bring them in. But that's not me. That's your HR department. So I apologize on that part. Wait, what? You brought in two silver boners for us? Yeah, sterling silver, two boners for each of you guys. Sit at your desk to recognize all the work and all the hard work you've put in this, everything you've done to this podcast. But your HR person said that's a nightmare and took them both. We uh, what? We don't have any Johnny. What was his name again? Johnny Two Time. Who the fuck is Johnny Two Time? Yeah, I don't know who that. Our our HR our head of HR is Gretchen. Yeah, it's Gretchen. Then who it's the like, hell did I give two giant boners to? Uh, uh dude, I, someone who just wanted two giant boners. I think he got scammed. This is why I hate California. You know, I, I got robbed. I got robbed, didn't I? Yeah, uh, I, I think you basically get robbed. He's probably sitting on those right now. Like, sitting on them. Well, thanks for having me, guys. You got me robbed and had me on a podcast this whole time. This is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> well, listen, let me, uh, just for future reference, Bobby, if you ever get a call, they say you need to extend your car's uh, extended warranty. That's bullshit, too. <laughs> If someone, if someone calls you and says they're a Nigerian prince, just send them a thousand dollars. They'll send you a million. They're not going. Wait, 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 wait. Stop right there. Wait. I gave a person my social security number because they were going to give me five million dollars from a Nigerian priest, not a prince. Sorry, from a Nigerian prince. <laughs> Nigerian <You're> t- priest. <laughs> so you're saying? Say that over again because Nice is going to need the time. Wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you say Nigerian priest? Wait. <laughs> hey, one, time. one time, one time. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you say Nigerian prince? I just gave my person through email five. Oh, sorry. Did you say Nigerian prince? Are you. Wait. I just gave someone my social security number because they were going to wire me $5 million who was a Nigerian prince. That's not real? Wait, what? I, I gotta go. I gotta go. No, you're fucked. Well, based on that, I think that's going to do it for us here on the Silver Bow Experience. For my fair buddies, Mike and Bobby here, my name is Nietzsche. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.